Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Sacred Space here in West Limit 102. My name is John Keeley. You're very welcome to the programme this morning, and thank you very much indeed for allowing us to come into your homes, into your car, wherever you might be listening to the programme. Joined in the programme this morning, we have Lorraine Buckley, uh, pressing all the buttons this morning, helping to keep the ship afloat. Good morning to you. Good morning, John. How are we? Good, and thank you very much, Neil, for joining us. And uh, a special guest this morning, uh, we've had him on there just a few weeks ago, be very welcome back again, Father Fancy Cullenhan, Parish Priest of Rathkill. Good morning, Father. Good morning, John, and good morning to all your listeners. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Father. Thank you. We don't have Shane joining us this morning. Shane is busy, I think, studying. Studying hard for his exams. It seems to be contagious these days yeah. because there's <laughs> a few of you, yourself included, and so thank you very much indeed for joining us this morning and taking that time out. A very special welcome, as I said before, to those of you who are joining us at home. I know we often meet people who can't get out of the house, uh, can't get out of bed, maybe because they're sick or they're ill uh, this morning, and you enjoy whatever the Lord is asking us to bring you each morning. So again, this morning, we hope you'll get something from the program. For those of you who want to listen to us in our repeat program, it's on at 10.30 of a Thursday night, and I know it's a very popular time for people to listen. Thank you for joining us. And of course, there's a lot of those people out there who will listen to us on our podcast, uh, which is on um, a repeat of the program. Each program is up on our website, which is www.sacredspace102.blogspot.com. We now have 153 countries now this uh, this week. We had one joining us uh, from a place called Kitari. And I had to go and look at where and how was this. <laughs> it's actually where Christmas Island is. It's out in the middle of the Pacific somewhere, a very small little place. Thank you indeed for joining us, guys. And, of course, for all the 85,000 uh, people who join us on the blog. And thanks again, as uh, Lorraine said a few weeks ago, to Shane. He puts up some wonderful work each day. He put up a nice piece there just during the week on St. Brendan. Fantastic. Very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks again, Shane. We always light a candle here at the start of the programme, and that's to remind us uh, that we have, in fact, invoked the Holy Spirit before we start, and we ask the Holy Spirit to stay with us for the rest of the programme. This morning, we'll go through our normal uh, prayer space, which will include, for the month of May again, another decade of the Rosary. Uh, Father Fancy will bring us through what's happening with the Congress, the preparations which is upcoming very shortly. We'll go through the Gospel this morning, and let's see what's on afterwards in terms of notice and so on and so forth. Again, if you want to contact the station at all during the week uh, with any suggestions or comments, please do so. You can contact on 0696600 and pass a message on to Sacred Space. We'd love to hear from you. You can drop a line into West Lermick 102 Radio, Sheen's Road, Newcastle West, for the attention of Sacred Space. Or you can contact us by email. That's on sacredspace102 at gmail.com. And thanks again for all those people who have indeed supported us and encouraged us by prayer and by letting us know what you'd like us to, to, to play, maybe in terms of music and maybe uh, items you'd like to listen to. So at this part of the program, we usually take a little bit of quiet space. And because it's the month of May, uh, we decided to continue on with our Decade of the Rosary. But before we do... Uh, we always have this spiritual communion prayer that we pray each morning. And this is especially for those people who, again, can't receive Jesus at Mass this morning, but would like to receive him with this beautiful prayer that we pray each morning. And Lorraine, you might say that for us, please, this morning? As we always say, the best way to receive Jesus is in Holy Communion at Mass. But for those times that you can't make Mass, you can still reach out to him by making a spiritual communion in prayer. 
They say that St. Jean-Marie Vianney, the Curie of ours, once said, When we feel the love of God growing cold, let us instantly make a spiritual communion. When we cannot go to the church, let us turn towards the tabernacle. No wall can shut us out from the good God. So we invite you to pray with us this morning. My Jesus, I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul. I embrace you as already there. I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Lorraine, thank you very much indeed for that. And just before Lorraine introduces the next decade of the rosary that we're going to play this morning, uh, as I have to said, uh, we do like to thank people for giving us suggestions. And actually the suggestion of playing a decade of the rosary came from somebody out there by the name of Una. So Una, thank you very much indeed for giving us that. We hope you're enjoying the rosary. And to continue on with the third, uh, with the third mystery this morning, Lorraine... Yes, in our lead up to the Eucharistic Congress, we decided that we would reflect upon the luminous mysteries of the Rosary, the mysteries of light. So this week is the third uh, mystery of light, which we'll find later on when we reflect on the gospel, fits very well into the gospel message this um, this week. The third mystery of light is the proclamation of the kingdom of God and the call to conversion. So let us pray with Dana and Father Kevin. The third luminous mystery Jesus proclaims the coming of the kingdom. In St. Mark's Gospel we read, Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. And in St. John's Gospel Jesus says of himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I have come as light into the world, that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Lord Jesus, through our sin, we sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. So many who once walked in your light now walk in darkness. Jesus, give to us and to all our loved ones the grace to turn away from sin and turn back to you. And may all people everywhere come to hear the good news of your kingdom. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of your mercy. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. My name is John Kelly. Lorraine Buckley is with me here in studio. And also Father Fante Cullinan. Father Fante uh, joined us here a few weeks ago uh, to let us know uh, a little bit about um, the Eucharistic Congress that's actually happening um, in our country. The tenth, uh, the Sunday, the tenth of June till the seventeenth of June. So, thanks again, Father, for, for coming into the studio. You're welcome. So, first of all, you might just let some listeners know who mightn't really be aware of it. What is a Eucharistic Congress? Okay. Well, a Eucharistic Congress is a gathering of people gathered to concentrate on the Eucharist and the mystery of the Eucharist and what God wants to do for us through the Mass, that he gathers people in the name of Jesus, his Son, Jesus who offers himself for us under the mystery of bread and wine. Bread and wine, which, you know, is made by human hands, Mm -hmm. which is then consecrated, made holy, made sacred through the words and actions of the priest, to become the body of Christ who offers himself for us all. It is a connection point. It is a meeting. It is an encounter with Jesus, a real, the real Jesus, and a real encounter. And so many people get solace, get 
nourishment, get uh, a reason to live through the Mass and through that meeting with Jesus. And Jesus is the one, you know, who who connects the threads of our lives. You know, when 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 we don't have faith in Jesus, life can be just a series of events, getting up each day, going through the motions, maybe indeed uh, going from Monday to Friday, uh, just waiting for the weekend so that you can, you know, relax and chill out and do all the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, really a meaningless life. Whereas Jesus uh, says that he, 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 he has come to bring us life and life to the full. Uh, eternal life. And eternal life actually is not just heaven and the next world. Eternal life actually starts now. Mm-hmm. Living life in a different kind of way. Seeing in everything the grace and the love of God in absolutely everything Um, so that in a sense there is nothing secular you know in the sense that God can work through everything is working through everything if we have the eyes to see Uh, you know um, as it says in the Psalms Uh, I lift up my eyes to the Lord. From where shall come my help? My help shall come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Everything uh, speaks of the mystery and the love of God. If we can see behind the the outward veneer and see, you know, the, the mystery of God behind it. And so, I mean, um, you know, convening people then, gathering people to to discuss, to 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 adore, uh, to um, be part of the Eucharist uh, is is so necessary because we need to refocus, you know, continually uh, on 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 this, you know, this ultimate mystery. Um, the, the the summit and source of Christian life, the Eucharist, the Mass, because of course you know uh, we are only human. We can we can take things for granted. Mm-hmm. We can get so used to the Mass, um, and that would be a great shame. So a Eucharistic Congress tries to take some aspect of you know this vast mystery of the Mass and try to focus on it. So mm-hmm. the Irish Church has taken um, uh, this. Um, notion of communion with Christ and with one another. Beautiful, meaningful uh, way in which to approach the Mass. That when we meet Christ, we, we, we must. That, that, that urges us to, to reach out to others. Communion with Christ and with one another. So this uh, Congress, International Congress, uh, happening next month, in, in, in Dublin is 80 years after the 1932 Congress. The Congress is a Eucharistic, the first Eucharistic Congress started in Liège in, I think it's modern day Belgium, but I think it was France then, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. In 1881, the bishop there gathering his diocese 
to have a Congress on the mass, and the the idea just uh, took off really, and they became international ev- events. And uh, the one in Dublin happening next month, um, we are very privileged to be uh, hosting this huge international event, and it will be representative of every country on earth, um, uh, which is you know, just marvellous, marvellous to see, you know, uh, black, white, yellow, uh, mm. short and tall mm-hmm. and fat and mm. uh, all the rest of it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm sure skinny too. Lovely. Uh, so it's in Dublin, okay, it's over f- five or six days. So a week. Pe- a week, okay, so people are wondering, well, what, what will really happen? Right. Uh, or how will I get nourished or... Yes. Well, you might just lead us into that. Okay. Well, it starts on Sunday, the 10th of June, which, in fact, is the Feast of Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. It's on for one week until June the 17th. The first six days um, take place in the RDS in Dublin, which, of course, well, we're, we're, I'm sure we're all familiar. We've mm-hmm. all heard, at least, if we haven't been there, have heard of the RDS and the final event then is in Croke Park in, uh, in in Dublin on the 17th. So that'll be the final mass. Okay. So the kind of events taking place uh, in the RDS, there will be talks, worship, prayer, music, cultural events, um, people witnessing to their faith telling their story. There will be artists, writers, telling how, you know, the faith impinges on their on their work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is um, a, a gathering, really, of um, people giving their experiences of how the faith um, impinges in their lives. It won't be just, you know, priests and bishops talking. It'll be lay people, young, old, um, from various movements, from um, various um, groups within the church, and indeed who are you know, not only in the Catholic Church. There will be uh, people of other faiths uh, telling their particular story and giving their angle on, uh, on the faith. So it is also an ecumenical gathering. There is a theme then for each day Mm-hmm. of the Congress um, and these can all be uh, can be seen online uh, www.iec2012.ie there was also a brochure given out uh, in churches around the diocese a red brochure I hope that you've managed to get one if you haven't I'm sure there might be one lying around in your local church um, and this gave uh, really a collection of the, the whole program for the entire week. Um, but uh, at the core of it, of course, is the invitation of Jesus to come and see, to come and be with him, meet him, engage with him, speak to him, love him, and try and then bring him to others, which, of course, is the natural dynamic of the faith if you like shouldn't be using a big word but I mean very mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. you know if you meet if you truly meet Christ you will want to tell somebody else about him 
And some of the themes are beautiful. I, I mean, I'd say on Monday, day, Monday the 11th, it's an economical day, exploring right. and celebrating our communion through baptism. Yes, yes. And in fact, um, uh, the parishioners in Rathkeel have chosen Monday as, as the day to go up. One of the reasons being, I think, uh, many of the other days will be probably more packed, so we'll have a bit more freedom <laughs> to walk around the place. And, yeah, I mean, so we have, um, you know, you know, some really interesting uh, people. We, we have a speaker from, from Dublin, the Archbishop, uh, Gerard Martin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a, um, a, a, a bishop from uh, Louvain in uh, Belgium. We have... Uh, an Italian bishop, and then we have a professor of science from UC, UCC. Uh, we have um, a, a um, Church of Ireland uh, minister, uh, Dr. Ruth Patterson. Uh, we have people from uh, the Green Church. Hmm. Uh, don't know much about that, but maybe we'll find out. Uh, bishop from Toulouse. We have... Um, um, in, in the evening, then, uh, an artist, uh, Imogen Stewart, uh, talking about reflections of an artist on communion. We have a singer and musician. Um, and we have Colette Furlong, then, who's one of the uh, very important people in the IEC uh, committee in Dublin, talking to us about baptism. So, you know, it is, um, you know, I'm sure people will just love to hear uh, the story of how of how God is acting in their experience, in their lives, in their parishes, in their diocese, in their work life. Um, God has not come to be, you know, um, a part of one hour of our lives on Sunday morning. Mm. He's come to give us life to the full. And on Tuesday then, on Tuesday, I, I, I'm from the Adhikari Kerry Parish and, uh, of course, Lorraine is from Newcastle West and St. Mary's Pastoral Area have decided to go up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was beautiful because that particular day would explore and celebrate the community of marriage and family together. And I think that that's so important. And I was just looking down to see some of the things that would be sort of spoken about. Uh, renewing the sacrament of, of matrimony is one. Blessing him and prayers in family life is another little talk you can go to there, maybe mid-morning. Another one, spirituality for for couples, or strengthening marriage and strengthening families. So there's an awful lot of stuff to help us out and encourage us in our day-to-day living. Uh, thanks to Newcastle West, whoever decided that now in the pastoral area in well, some areas. It, it was a, a group decision, I think, to go up on the Tuesday. Of course, the diocese themselves are bringing a group of young people up on the Wednesday, aren't they, Father? That's correct. Father Chris, Father Chris O'Donnell will bring a, a, a big group of, uh, of youngsters uh, up on, on that day. But there will be something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And even to see, you know, the buzz that will be there in the RDS. Mm. Um, even if you don't go next nor near one of the talks, just to walk in and see that there are thousands upon thousands of people who are there who are happy to be Catholic Christians, who want to know more about their faith. Uh, we will all energize each other, encourage each other, and just seeing that there are so many people um, uh, who are happy to be followers of Christ. And to see as well the stalls that will be outside of the 
speakers, you know, uh, of the speaking halls, mm-hmm. speakers halls. Um, there will be stalls from all sorts of groups, organizations, societies. Um, and when you assemble them all, you begin to see that the church is just very alive. Very much so. And you did mention there about the international dimension. And I just look, I was just reading here in this little book that you referred to, that's, I'd, stay, I'd say is still available in all of our parishes. And the, the program extends into the city for various languages. And I see there's a particular church there dedicated for those people who want to adore in Spanish or in French, or in Greek, or in Polish. So That's all right. throughout the city, there's various con- uh, various parishes taking care of those people who come. And I think I read somewhere further that are they expected about 12,000, or is it more people from overseas, visitors, uh, somewhere around that area? Could well be, could well be. I wouldn't be at all surprised. I mean, I remember, in fact, John uh, and Lorraine, uh, two years ago, uh, there were... Um, um, choirs booked in from Canada and North America. Mm-hmm. This was two years ago. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, they're booking in from countries all over the world. Are there still tickets available, Father, for each now, of the days? Lorraine, you have asked the $6 million <laughs> question. <laughs> and uh, may I take this opportunity to apologize to all the people who have uh, asked me for tickets um, and they couldn't get them. Um, we had a meeting of the delegates last uh, 10th of May in Maynooth and we were told then that there would be tickets available in Centra stores this week. That is the week beginning whatever, 14th or whatever day it was. Last week, okay. Last week, sorry. So um, starting on the week beginning the 21st. Tomorrow morning, okay. That's right. There should be some day during that week we hope that in Centra stores, there's one in Newcastle West, uh, the tickets will be available for the upper two uh, rows of the stands. In, in Croke Park? In Croke Park okay. for the 17th of June, okay. that day in Croke Park, uh, for 10 euro per ticket and uh, each transaction limited to two tickets. So you can't go in and buy 50 tickets, you mm-hmm. can go in and buy two for 10 euro each there may be a small charge then for the shop i hope that will be available because um well i'm guilty as well myself i'm i'm a last minute person (laughs) and the irish are very good last minute people and so um there are quite a few people looking for tickets um so please god they will be available if not i would encourage people um to phone zero one two three four Nine nine zero zero. That's zero one two three four nine nine zero zero. And if the Dublin office of the IEC gets so many calls from Limerick, they might just say, <laughs> "Give them tickets, or they <laughs> will drive us mad." Oh, phone Father Fant, and here's his mobile number. <laughs> now, Father, I know you'd want to encourage people maybe who can't maybe get to to Dublin for that particular week, but there's a few things happening locally in more, uh, just in these next few weeks. Maybe give us a little brief outline before we leave the programme. Yes, that. there are. I mean, it is marvellous to, to see how individual uh, parishes and clusters have, have got together just to do things for the Congress off their own bat. Mm-hmm. For example, Newcastle West, a few weeks ago, had a wonderful rally, Eucharistic rally, in the GA grounds uh, with a fine turnout. 
Uh, unfortunately, the Lord didn't bless him with um, with with warm weather. It wasn't but that's his though. fault. <laughs> um, and then uh, in Cratlow on Sunday the twentieth at two thirty, there is uh, a mass for the the whole cluster there of parishes all around Cratlow in the grotto, and the grotto in fact in Cratlow was first constructed in nineteen thirty two, ah. time of the first Eucharistic. Eucharistic Congress in Ireland, in the, the, mm. the first and only Eucharistic Congress in Ireland. Now we will have mm. the second one. Um, the Holy Rosary Parish has 40 hours do, um, adoration. Uh, we're not, have we got the date for that? Um, you can read all these on, on, on the Limerick um, Diocesan website. So on the f- 31st to the first, 31st of May to the 1st of June, that's Our Lady of the Rosary Parish. Mm-hmm. We used to always call it the Holy Rosary. Yeah. Okay. 40 hours donation, uh, adoration. And um, then, uh, as well as that, just to mention the parish of Fedimore has three nights reflection, uh, the 23rd to the 25th of May. So that's this week coming, yeah? So that's mm-hmm. this week coming. Three that's nights reflection on the Eucharist. Wonderful. Uh, another thing as well uh, is that... Um, there is a Limerick Congress walk okay. around nine cities in Limerick, nine city centre churches in Limerick City. Uh, Any time during the 1st to the 10th of June to walk and pray. So to visit a church, say a prayer, do a pilgrim walk around the city, a novena of churches. And you get a card which will, will be available um, at the end of this week. Okay. In your local church, that is your local city church, if you're one of the following churches, uh, Our Lady Queen of Peace, Mountains, uh, the Redemptorist Church, mm-hmm. Augustinian, St. John's Cathedral, St. Joseph's, St. Mary's in Atlucker Street, St. Michael's, Denmark Street, <coughs> excuse me, St. Patrick's, Dublin Road, and St. Saviour's, the Dominicans Church in Glentworth Street. So if you're one of those, get your card Stamp it in your church, say your prayer, walk to the next church, little Congress walk. And of course, then as well, we have produced in the diocese a CD mm-hmm. on the Eucharist, answers to frequent questions. For example, what is the origin of the Mass? What is the Mass? Mm-hmm. Why should I go to Mass? Is the Mass a sacrifice or symbol? Uh, what good does the Mass do for me? The parts of the Mass and how to get more from the Mass. All kinds of things happening, John. Thanks be to God. The CBD, CD, by the way, is available in your local church just for a donation of two euro just to cover costs of the printing of it. So we're excited about all these things. And um, please, God, I mean, the, 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 you know, the intention of all these things is not just for the sake of doing things, mm. but the goal is so that all of us individually and as a group gets closer to the Lord, learns more about him, what he wants to do for us, and um, in that way to to become more in union with Jesus, who is our Lord and Saviour. Beautiful, Father. Father, is there a, a prayer? A Congress prayer? Yeah. There is indeed. Do you want to say it to us, please? Of course. Lord Jesus, you were sent by the Father to gather together those who are scattered. 
you came among us doing good and bringing healing, announcing the word of salvation and giving the bread which lasts forever. Be our companion on life's pilgrim way. May your Holy Spirit inflame our hearts, enliven our hope and open our minds so that together with our sisters and brothers in faith, we may recognize you in the scriptures and in the breaking of bread. May your Holy Spirit transform us into one body and lead us to walk humbly on the earth in justice and love as witnesses of your resurrection. In communion with Mary, whom you gave to us as our mother at the foot of the cross, through you may all praise, honor, and blessing be to the Father in the Holy Spirit and in the Church, now and forever. Amen. Father Fancy, thank you for that. Lorraine, have you got a piece of music there? The piece of music we're going to pick was a piece that was specially commissioned for the Eucharistic Congress. It's Though We Are Many. It's uh, written by Bernard Sexton. It's from the album Sing the Mass, produced by the National Centre for Liturgy. Sacred Space on West Limerick and welcome 102. Back. And welcome back to the third part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. Uh, Lorraine Buckley is still here with me inside studio and delighted to have Father Fonzie still join us for the Gospel. So before we read and reflect on, uh, on the Gospel, there's a prayer that we always read each morning. And this is the prayer we'll be reading this morning. 
Lord, we thank you for putting us in the presence of your word, which you inspired in your prophets. May we approach this word reverently, attentively, and humbly. May we not despise this word, but receive all it has to say to us. We know that our hearts are closed, often incapable of comprehending the simplicity of your word. Send your spirit to us so that receiving the word in truth and simplicity, our lives be transformed by it. Let us not be resistant, Lord. May your word penetrate us like a two-edged sword. May our hearts be open to it. Let not our eyes be closed, nor our minds wonder. But may we give ourselves entirely to this listening. We ask this, Father, in union with Mary. He used to recite the Psalms. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Mm. Father Fancy, would you read the Gospel for us today, please? Sure. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus showed himself to the eleven and said to them, Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These are the signs that will be associated with believers. In my name they will cast out devils. They will have the gift of tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands and be unharmed should they drink deadly poison. They will lay their hands on the sick who will recover. And so the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven. There at the right hand of God he took his place. While they, going out, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word by the signs that accompanied it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, to you Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Thank you, Father Fancy, for reading the Gospel for us for today, the Feast of the Ascension. Have you got any few thoughts you'd like to share with us, Father, please? Sure. Um, well, I, I think the first thing that strikes me is he showed himself to the eleven. Mm. There were twelve and one rejected him mm. in a very serious way. And yet, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when this other, this twelfth person, Judas Iscariot, when he betrayed Jesus in the garden with a kiss, Jesus still called him friend. You know, that God is completely generous and he, he offers he offers maybe that's a key word he offers his himself he offers his his word his message and it is up to us to accept the invitation no matter who you are it doesn't matter old young rich poor intelligent or otherwise doesn't matter to Jesus he offers and let us have the grace to accept. There is another question which, um, when I was reading Pope Benedict's second book on, on uh, Jesus of Nazareth, he just has this little passage, and he's talking about actually the, the resurrection, you know, and, and he is saying, you know, why didn't Jesus uh, appear to everyone? Why didn't he go to the Jews? Why didn't he go to his enemies and show them that he had risen from the dead? Mm. Why didn't he go to the Roman soldiers and, and to Pontius Pilate and all the rest of them to force them to believe, you know? Mm. But he didn't do that. And, and Pope Benedict, just kind of commenting on this, says, it is part of the mystery of God that he acts so gently 
that he only gradually builds up his history within the great history of mankind, that he becomes man and so can be overlooked by his contemporaries and by the decisive forces within history, that he suffers and dies and that having risen again, he chooses to come to mankind only through the faith of his disciples to whom he reveals himself, that he continues to knock gently at the doors of our hearts and slowly opens our eyes if we are, if we open our doors to him. Mm -hmm. You know, so as we read in, you know, the Old Testament, is it, is it Isaiah? No, is it Ezekiel? I forget. Um, God was not in the storm. He mm -hmm. was not in the thunder. Yeah. He was in the gentle breeze. Mm -hmm. So it's in the little things, maybe the little people, maybe the disabled person, maybe the, you know, whatever. He's working in the, in the little things every day if we can only see. His gospel is all around us. His good news is all around us. We've got to open our minds to it. And indeed, once we've met him, we, like the apostles, have to go out. And so, in a very real way, there will be healing for all around us. There will be, you know, uh, the sick who are healed. There will be those who, who drink deadly poison and will recover. How will that happen? Well, it'll happen through the grace of God. Not necessarily that they're going to drink sulfuric acid and we're going to uh, cure mm. them, mm. but that in the mess which can be human lives, for all of us at some stage in life, uh, that the grace of God touching us through another can heal. The kind word, the generous word, the word of forgiveness, the word of peace, asking God to work through us so that a broken world can be healed. And that's our job, to spread the kingdom of God. And it comes down to the little things which we can do today. Thanks, Father. And you know, there's a lovely line there right at the end of the Gospel. The Lord working with them. And I suppose that gives us all great confidence in sure. what we're trying to do in our lives, that the Lord will always be with us. Absolutely. And he spoke first, and he'll always be there before us. Father, thank you very much indeed. Have you got a, a, any little reflection, Lorraine, you'd like to share with us? Just a little thought from St. Augustine. Um, this is actually the second reading from the Office of Readings for the Ascension. And I'll just take a little excerpt from, from what St. Augustine um, said. He said, Today Jesus Christ our Lord went up to heaven. Let our hearts go up with him. Listen to the words of St. Paul. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And he goes on to say, Christ is now raised above the heavens, but he still experiences on earth whatever sufferings we, his members, feel. He showed that this is true when he called out from heaven, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And I was thirsty and you gave me drink. Why then do we not exert ourselves on earth 
so as to be happy with him already in heaven through the faith, hope, and charity which unite us with him. Christ, while in heaven, is also with us, and we, while on earth, are also with him. Beautiful, Orion. Thank you very much, Neil, for sharing that with us. At this stage, uh, we will have to go for a piece of music. Lorraine, have you got a piece of music lined up there for us? I please? have picked one of my favourite Eucharistic hymns. It's O Salutaris Hostia. It's sung by the Benedictine nuns of Kylemore Abbey, and it's from the album Faith of Our Fathers. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the fourth and final part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Keady. Lorraine Buckley is with me in the studio. And Lorraine, this particular week, we don't have our celestial guide. No. Uh, but we have somebody who's going to compete with him there this week because <laughs> you've got the info there in front of you. Well, I'm kind of cheating because he emailed it to us earlier. Very so. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. But just before that, if you don't mind, Lorraine, um, I did mention to people about uh, EWTN and some of the problems that are, that are happening with EWTN these days. Uh, I, I know I experienced it myself uh, this week that EWTN uh, in my own house went off and I had to go and get a guy to reset it. Um, so therefore, it, re- it really doesn't affect people who are uh, who are Sky uh, sub, you know, subscribers. But if you do have a problem at all, what I'd advise you to do is to contact Limerick 061-394400. That's 394400. That's EWTN office there themselves, and they will be able to advise you. Because as I've often said here on the programme, there's some wonderful programmes coming up. Um, this particular week coming up now, we have one on Monday at nine o'clock. St. Leonard Meraldo, my story. Uh, this is the guy who was an Italian priest in the 1800s and he was a tireless worker on behalf of the poor. Also, Lebanon, an island of Christianity. Uh, the companion documentary explores the rise of the present status of Christians and Muslims in the Middle East. That should be interested. That again is on Tuesday at nine o'clock. Um, and going forward now to Thursday at 9 o'clock, there's the uh, Sowers of Peace and Joy at EWTN Gallery. It's how the Opus Dei spreads the social gospel of the church. 
So that's a few little things that are on EWTN. I'd strongly advise people, if if they can at all, if they do have Sky, uh, Sky TV, it's on page um, 589, and the radio is on 147. There's some wonderful programming on there during the week. Saints of the Week? Just before we go to the Saints of the Week, again, just to give you the um, contact details for booking for the Eucharistic Congress, you can book for the Sunday to the Saturday or rather maybe perhaps from the Monday to the Saturday in the RDS by uh, going online, www.iec2012.ie. For the Sunday, for the last Mass, the Statio Orbis Mass on Sunday, June the 17th, as Father Fonsi was saying, we're hoping that there will be extra tickets available in Centra from this week, so keep an eye out there. What we would say to you, though, is... As Father Fonsi said, they're, they're the upper two tiers of Croke Park. Yeah. So you, if you have difficulty with steps or with vertigo, it may not be the best solution for you. So just bear that in mind if you are hoping to source tickets that way. Again, as um, Father Fonsi mentioned, if we want to pester hmm. by the power <laughs> of prayer and... Uh, naturally. Naturally. <laughs> the um, Eucharistic Congress office in Dublin, the number is one. Two three four double nine double zero. That's oh one two three four double nine double zero. Just give them a bell and say we need extra tickets for Limerick, please. Thank you very much indeed. Now, okay, just a quick run a through quick our saints. On Monday the 23rd, that's tomorrow, we have the Martyrs of Cappadocia. They were a group of Christians that were martyred in the persecutions of the Emperor Galerius in 330 AD. On Tuesday, we have Saint David of Scotland. He was a king and confessor, and he contributed enormously to setting up religious and civilising institutions in Scotland. On Wednesday, we have a number of saints. Uh, We have Saint Gregory VII. He was a pope. He was a reforming pope. Um, He suspended all clerics who had purchased their position and ordered the return of all purchased church property. So he did great work there. Mm -hmm. Uh, St. Mary Magdalene of Patsy was a virgin. Uh, We celebrate her feast day on Wednesday as well. She led a hidden life of prayer and self-denying, praying particularly for the renewal of the church. We could learn a few lessons there, guys. Mm. On Wednesday as well, we have St. Bede the Venerable. He was a priest and doctor, a monk, a historian and a scholar. He was... um, He always took delight in sharing his knowledge with others, but he did so with humility and ease. And I think it's worth bearing that in mind. He was an extremely humble man and he was always, as he said himself, rejoicing to serve the supreme loving kindness. On Thursday, we have St. Philip Neri. He was a priest. He came from a poor family. Um, but he started the congregation of the Oratorians. So to all our Oratorian fathers out there, we uh, wish you a happy feast day on Thursday. On Friday, we have the feast of St. Augustine of Canterbury, the bishop, who was sent by Pope Gregory the Great to evangelize the English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they needed it. Okay. <laughs> Spoken like uh, a true Englishman like there, true British, John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and on Saturday, we have St. Germanus of Paris. He was a priest ordained by St. Acrip. Highness of Autumn, the abbot and bishop of Paris in France in 555 AD. Beautiful. And as usual, we've run out of time. As usual, we've gone way over time. Listen, thank you very much indeed for operating the the buttons there this morning. Just to mention that next week is Pentecost. Ah. And we have a special guest on. We have the abbot of Glenstor. Fantastic. Uh, Abbot Mark Patrick Hedeman, and he's going to join us uh, during the week, actually, for a recording to go out next Sunday, because actually next Sunday, uh, Mass on the TV next Sunday will be from Glenstore. 
Oh, fantastic. So that's why the abbot can't be with us in person. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get there before RTE. Excellent. Until next week, you got a piece of music for us. Oh, well, your good, lovely wife, Anne, has picked this piece of music and for us. Went, yeah. It's called My Soul Doth Magnify the Lord. It's from Dana's album, Hail Holy Queen. So until next week, God bless. God Bye bless now. Bye. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.